Hello, everybody, and welcome to this brand new episode of Music to Live with Shanti. I'm your host, Shanti Perpolini, and today I will talk with Thomas Stauffer, a fitness coach, about how it's important for musicians and people working behind the scene in the music business to stay healthy in your body and in your mind. So let's go. Check this out. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this brand new episode of Music to Live for Shanti. Today, I'm here with Thomas. Thomas is also my coach in the fitness. So, hi, Thomas. Hope you are doing fine. Um, before we get into the topic, and the topic of this episode will be also the topic for this month, and it's about healthy feeling yourself healthy in your body and also um, connect this with your profession in this specific case as a musician or a worker in a music business. Um, I will let you introduce yourself for the audience as I normally used to do. Hello, Shanti. It's a pleasure to be on your podcast. And I know you since a couple of years. So I am working as a personal trainer one-on-one -on -one in a private gym. That's where I know Shanti from. And now I'm also working um, in the part of online coaching with people just to expand like my area of business. And I'm doing this since about three years now, but I've been into fitness and health and lifestyle since about 11, 12 years. Mm -hmm. And since then I'm literally literally reading every book and looking at every seminar that I can find about this topic. So it's really, I'm very excited to look deeper into this topic with you. Yeah, um, I have to be honest, this is one of the, maybe one of the main factors that I felt so good working with you. I remember uh, our common friends, Chris, shout out to Chris in Mexico, uh, that introduced uh, ourselves and uh, From the first time, I felt so good working with you because I, I always, uh, um, I never had this idea of going to the gym and train. Uh, and then I discovered that with the right person, with the right motivation, uh, you, you get into this in another way with another mentality. And I always loved the fact that um, we, we always find like um, this, um, some way to, to, to bring out some, some problems or some topics that were let's say more scientific related, but also about how do you feel in that specific moment? So to know better yourself and not just being there and do the exercise. Uh, and this to me was just amazing to find this balance. Yes, that's absolutely right. I mean, a lot of people, they come to the gym just because of the simple reason to look better, to feel better about themselves. But when it comes to health, And being happy with yourself, there is so much more than just like going to the gym, doing your reps. There's just like the mindset stuff, the lifestyle stuff and everything else, which is also like very interesting. But a lot of people don't put a big focus on that. They just go into the gym and they think, okay, now I feel good. I feel better about myself. But what happens outside of the gym, a lot of people forget to take that in consideration as well. Right. And as I always said in my episode, um, 
more music related. Um, is also we are nowadays we also saw a huge influence from social media, and um, you know we we maybe uh, relate to examples or pictures that we see that you don't know what's the story behind or how they get there or or if this is also an healthy way to be. So I, I, once again, um, working with a coach, somebody guiding you, giving you the right motivation and explaining you how also how your body works and how even sometimes people maybe you could have like a, a stop or something blocking in their mind. So, you know, working with somebody, it can also help to, to open this door or lock these things and then just feeling better with yourself and your body. Um, well, how can we relate to music? That was my question in my mind while preparing this episode. And I guess I will do like this. I will bring on the table two examples. One is the personal one, the one who broke me to start working with Chris and later on with you. And the second one is something that I hear every time I go working on stage with, or, um, at least with orchestras. Well, the first one, it's my experience. Uh, it's like nine years that I have the chance to work uh, in the music business and I love working behind the scene. Um, And one of the things that I love is the fact, you know, move with a van and transport art cases, instruments. And sometimes are really heavy things, you know, because maybe the art case have to contain uh, material that has to be damaged. And, you know, like you do, okay. Sometimes you got rolls, uh, so you don't have any problems, but sometimes you just really have to carry on the weight. Uh, but you don't do that in a normal situation. You're always under pressure, you know, like you start maybe early in the morning, you know that for 10, have to be everything ready on the stage. So you run, you do the best you, as you can, you know, like, and then this happen, um, maybe packing late at night and it's easy to get hurt. And what happened to me is that I just start working, enjoying what I'm doing. But I realized that even if I always consider myself somebody quite sportive, you know, always uh, ready to do bicycle, um, a lot of skateboard, I was snowboarding, uh, even walk a lot, you know, like I noticed that I, I start having really a lot of back pain. And also because of my stress, I also had problem with my shoulder because I, I, I noticed that when I was stressed, I just kept myself so compact and my shoulder area and the neck area. And so I noticed that uh, why, why uh, I have such kind of pain, you know? And, and on the long run, I noticed that this was affecting my line of work. Uh, at that time, I was so lucky to have so good uh, co-workers, uh, colleagues that are really support me. And they also told me, yeah, you know, I also had this kind of problem. So, you know, it was like, okay, to know what I'm going through and to know that it's not an excuse for not to work. And so I decided, I, I suppose that uh, I, I remember talking with Chris about that. And I said, you know, you have to come and I show you some exercises. And this is one of the reasons why I started going to the gym. Because personally, before that, I wasn't interested at all in getting to fitness. You know, like maybe because I got the, the, not the right example, as I said, influential social media. And uh, the fun fact is that I, I got like two accidents <laughs> and the rehab asked this, you know, go and work, uh, rebuild your muscles. 
And this is also motivates me to get more into the gym. But the second example comes from the musician itself. And I got a lot of colleagues and friends that say, you know, I study, um, I guess I, go, I will use the violin as an instrument because uh, um, you play it on your shoulder. So you still have like a special position that involves not just your, your back and shoulder, but also your hands and your arms. And sometimes you, you stand or sometimes you sit. And, but in both situations, I noticed that you put a specific part of your body under pressure. So what happened? I got a lot of friends that have like problems with their back and the problem with their legs too. So they can play like 20 minutes standing or they can do that, but yeah, it's not easy. And of course, uh, there is also, I suppose that it's also a little bit of repercussion. They got like problem with their hands, maybe because the position, they keep the instrument or the full body in a certain position. And then this affect also other parts of the body. So um, I guess that those are the two, um, two main example. And I suppose that some of the listener maybe can relate with that, whatever you play pianos, whatever you play violins or guitar, or uh, even drum as I do. And of course, all the colleagues working as I do, uh, moving heavy equipment, you know, because it, sometimes it seems like quite underrated this idea, what is the relation of keeping myself fit and able to work? Um, because on, on one side, this is the, for me, this is one of the fun part of my job, you know, this, this being able to handle these and that, and, you know, and building step-by-step what then the audience will see and listen to. So Thomas, I suppose that maybe we can start to get on watching these two aspects of about uh, how body of the body of a, of a woman or a man can be um, released from stress or, or how this is important to keep yourself in movement. Okay, so first what I would like to say is that I guess that a lot of musicians travel around a lot and you don't just have a local gym here and there where you can go and work out. Right. So this is a difficulty, I guess. And we have to realize you also don't really need a gym. You don't need heavy weights to just keep your body active, to use the muscles that you're not using usually. And this is the key, like when we are in a certain position, when we are sitting a lot, when we are like the head is bent, when you play the violin or when you just the shoulders are rounded a lot of the time, this is like a position that you spend a lot of time in. And when we want to reverse that effect that happens over weeks, over months, over years, we have to look at what muscles are kind of asleep, what muscles are not getting used, and we have to start using them again. And a lot of people have no idea how to use those muscles in the first place. You know, when you go to school, you have sports class and you, you play football and you play volleyball and you do other stuff, but nobody tells you how to activate a certain muscle or what muscle you are actually using when you do a certain type of movement and a lot of people then they think they go to the gym and everything gets better but actually if you have an imbalance and everything that is not working with the strong muscles feels weird and feels bad then people tend to avoid it so it gets worse and worse and worse so when you're strong in your front shoulders 
because you're always like internally rotated. You do a lot of things in front of your body. And then you do an exercise that's actually externally rotating your shoulder. It feels bad. It might even hurt. And then people avoid doing it. And they do more for the front shoulder, which is too strong anyways. And the imbalance gets worse and worse. So the first thing is to know what muscles we need to work. And then second, how to work those muscles. So I, I always say spend time where you are weak. A lot of people go to the gym and they train what feels good, where they are strong. But usually you should really spend time at the exercises and in the stretches that feel maybe painful or it should not be painful, but maybe uncomfortable. When you're mm -hmm. weak, some exercises might feel really uncomfortable in the first place, but it gets better over time. And then, of course, also doing exercises to prevent things that could happen in the future. If you already know you're lifting a lot of heavy baggages, that you do exercises in the gym that give you a strong core, that give you a lot of stability before you're actually having this back pain, this shoulder pain. So that would be the best idea. But if you are already struggling with pain, it is good. I mean, if you look, look it up in the internet, it's hard to find something that is good. You can look up on YouTube some physio exercises or some other trainers. But in the end, if there is no trainer looking at you directly, at your posture, like moving you around, looking at your rotation of the hip, looking at your rotation of the shoulder, you can make a lot of things worse with the wrong style of training. So I would really consider everyone to just get informed by a professional and not just like doing a plan that is for everyone, a generic plan. And I also have to say, it is sad, but a lot of the good guys are like, they look amazing. They have great genetics and they have thousands or millions of followers. But a lot of them, they have no idea how the body is supposed to move. And they just give you like a generic plan and it doesn't work out for you as it did for them, for example. Yeah, I had this, uh, um, I have to witness this with uh, my back problem because um, I also saw uh, like a kind of chiropractic, I suppose I could call it like this. And he told me just the way you change your posture, standing or sitting. But uh, in, in the main, I would say walking, just the way you stand up and you walk. And with the time, like in the time of 10 days, I... I start looking really the way I was walking, the way I was keeping my back and my neck, my head, not just walking in front and looking just down. So your head is, is nailing down. And I noticed the difference, you know, changes, just more things that you have to change um, that can make like a huge difference. And as you said, um, the fact of find somebody showing you on your body, like really just, handle your arm and put it in that position to let you understand, all right, is that the muscle? Is that the position that before was hurting you or you feel not comfortable or with the time is making you, giving you pain? And um, is this, um, this is interesting because um, I noticed that 
you know, um, many colleagues I have, honestly, the youngest ones that are still studying. When you're a musician, it's a lot of things that you're gonna do on your own. Okay, you practice physically and mentally on your own the instrument, you know. And but um, it seems that sometimes this um, relation with you, with your body, and the instrument you're playing, um, it's it's like kind of missing. I mean, uh, I notice now going uh, at the music academy or in Basel or um, working with some orchestra, um, starting introducing um, a lot of, uh, you know, we say um, workshop. Yeah, I would say workshop about how can you, uh, yeah. They just, it's interesting because the terms they just use, they like relax your body, you know, like more in a yoga way of or telling this. Not that there's something wrong, but you know, like it, it does, it, it gave me the idea that they don't uh, really focus on where maybe the problem is, you know, because it's not because you spend like uh, uh, 30, 40 minutes sitting comfortable that you solve the problem, you know. I so you, it's this idea of really knowing and get in where let's say that the hot spot is and and know how to deal with that because as i said um it's something that uh, you're facing on your own while you're studying and while you're practicing and um as a drummer i noticed that through the years i just had to understand which position was better for me just to sit at the, on the drum set, you know? Do I need a, a saddle that is down or is a little bit higher? And in the beginning, you know, I, I just look at how my idols were playing and some of them that were just sitting very low on the drum set, but I noticed that for me was, yeah, I, I kept my back in a yeah, stupid position, I would say, because you're, I'm a kind of drummer that moving a lot is arms. And then you got the other that you see that they're moving more the, the front part of the, uh, of the hands. Uh, it's more technique in that way, uh, not so physical, let's say. But if you're like me, as more a physical player, you definitely need to, to understand that maybe sitting a little bit higher and with the posture maybe more in front of the instrument it would be like more useful and on the long run when you're playing like live sets of one hour. Yeah. That, you know, you can still <laughs> do that with no problems. Um, uh, while I'm tour, um, I noticed that a lot of bands uh, and this is the night things they are just trained together, you know, not, not just because on the music scene of metal scene, it's cool to be like <laughs> muscle or love something like this, but really because it's helpful, you know, um, to avoid any pains when, when you are on, on tour for th straight for three weeks and, and then you, you play your guitar. And, and of course, we have also in the last year, um, like in many things, uh, like in the office world is trying try to, to do in better chairs better pulled where you can work even standing and everything. Even in this business, in the music business, they're trying to, um, uh, what can I say, even um, to help musicians to get more comfortable ergonomics uh, adjustment to the instrument. And so if everybody in the audience have something to advise, just to contact uh, my DM um, message uh, on Instagram or per email, because uh, this is something that I would like also to to um, analyze in the future. Um, another aspect, um, of course, is when you should train 
or find a moment to dedicate to your body? I mean, uh, because I suppose that from, for many people, this the most difficult things is just ask themselves when I can put aside my job, my profession, what I'm studying and focus on myself. So what I think to this is that a lot of people, they don't prioritize the time for their health and for themselves enough. And they usually, if they don't prioritize it, it gets taken away by someone or something else. And in the end, they don't have it at all. So when I plan my week or I tell my clients how to plan their week, is that you do priorities. And the first priority is always yourself. That's not egoistic, but if you take time for yourself first, you can show up as the best version of yourself also to others. So you do a service to your partner, to your friends, to your clients, or whatever you're doing throughout the day. If you have good energy, if you feel good, if you feel happy, and you can only do that if you take time that is only for yourself, like where you spend time with your thoughts in the gym, with good nutrition in nature. And I would really advise everyone to plan their week and then first plan your like morning routine, evening routine, plan your workouts in the week, And once this is done, plan time for fun activities for your friends and partner, for your family. And once this is done, you plan the time for your work. Of course, some people, they work like nine to five. They can't really plan this after the rest. But if you are like self-employed or if you are like a musician and you can be a bit flexible, I would really advise plan time for your health and for your like mindset, for your emotions and feelings and all that stuff with um, stress management first, because otherwise it's just going to be taken away. Mm -hmm. And um, in general, there is some studies or theories that say that it's better to train in the morning or in the evening, um, or this is really related to um, how the, the person who is going to train uh, failed more comfortable with i think it really depends on the individual like usually i would say from experience that most people feel better and they can work out harder in the morning to uh, lunchtime than they do in the evening but there are also exceptions and it also depends on like how your sleep schedule is how well your morning routine is giving you energy how your breakfast is looking like. But in general, I would say the two best times to work out is like about two hours after you wake up and then again about seven hours after you wake up. These are usually the two peaks in strength that most people experience according to their circadian rhythm. Now, but the circadian rhythm from a lot of people is completely messed up because one day they sleep at 10, the next day they go to bed at one o'clock and the body has no idea what, how the internal clock is looking like. That's also why a lot of people, um, they have big ups and downs with their moods. They sleep not very good. They have a lot of stress. And once you get your circadian rhythm set, 
then you also feel when you have more strength and more energy. So first, I would say prioritize just getting your routines in check that your circadian rhythm is working again. And then we can also look when you feel the best. Is it more in the morning? Is it in the evening? Because as long as your circadian rhythm is all over the place, like every day will look different. And I can't really make a general assumption to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think one, one thing that some people are kind of uh, stressed with or scared, it's about how long you have to train, you know, like, um, of course, that was also a question that I posed to myself. And then I start seeing that um, some plans we did, uh, some training plans you, you gave me, there wasn't as long times, but then I when I took the time to go to the gym, I see that, oh no, no. So I, now I can expand my time to 40 minutes to one hour, one half hour. So, you know, I can add some exercises or I can just do the routine a little bit slower and maybe focus a little bit on some movements. But uh, I, I know for, for what I've heard that this is one of the things, you know, like, oh, you know, I don't have time to spend one hour in the gym, you know, like, so there is something that you can advise for that. <laughs> yes. So there are different methods to train and there is no right or wrong. Each method has benefits and downsides, but I would say like there are effective ways to train just in like 20, 25 minutes and the upper limit just for the training is like 50 minutes. When you have a warm up and a cool down, you can go up to like one hour. And when you do a little bit of stretching or some mobility work, it can be an hour 20, an hour 30, but that's, there's basically no reason to be longer in the gym than that. Mm -hmm. If your goal is to just build muscle, to lose fat, to just be healthy. And I know there are some people, they just feel guilty to be only like 20, 30 minutes in the gym. But if you have the right method, it's completely enough. And it's more like the opposite. If you spend like two or three hours in the gym, and I know a lot of people that do that, it's not beneficial. Like your hormones, they start to really take a hit after like 60 minutes and everything that comes after that is just stress on the body that it can't adapt anymore and it's just filling your stress bucket unnecessarily and it takes you a lot longer to recover and there's absolutely no need for that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i think this is one of the most uh, important things to clarify you know because um as i said music to live for vishanti it's focused on the experience for musicians and people working in that business. So um, I noticed that some of my colleagues normally are able to find the time to train because uh, um, they know that um, what we have to do, you know, like, or standing a lot or moving heavy things that can hurt you on the long run. And, uh, so um, I was working for a piano transport agency and that was kind of a fascinating uh, activity because, uh, yeah, if you see a, a normal piano, but then you see a concert piano, 
uh, and you go online and you look on the, for example, on the website of Stanway and Sons, and you look at the weight of those instruments. Uh, it's kind of <laughs> crazy. And the fact that the instrument is not, uh, you know, the weight of the instrument is not uh, um, um, equal on the whole surface of the instrument. So you got like one part is heavier than the other because the, in this case, the piano got all the mechanic and everything. And even if you uh, take out the foot, uh, the, the feet, sorry, and then the mechanic for the feet and the pedals, these instruments still have like a certain mass. And uh, there, is, um, there is a company in German. So shout out to artworking companies because they're very, very nice person there. Uh, they also have an amazing Instagram page where you can see what they do. And the fun fact is this, uh, this company move those instruments like it's nothing, but because, and this is something that they show in their channel, uh, they train uh, at work. So they got like, I suppose, uh, um, like uh, their uh, bunker and everything, where they keep all the stuff and everything. And they train like, in a, I would say, very, very liking uh, CrossFit exercise, but all together. So all the team has the chance to train at work. Uh, and then they show what they're going to do and moving those instrument upstairs. Uh, yeah, I mean, I did once or twice with, I would say, small pianos and it, with the right technique, with, uh, um, I would say, with laces and everything on out your body, on the instrument. You see how you can um, separate the weight and um, make it not so difficult. But I can imagine my colleagues doing this for like five or six times a day for one week. It's going to be like a very challenge for your body. And um, I know that nowadays there are kind of, um, it's, it's, it's inside of the mentality or structure of some new agencies that they advise or they really offer this idea of uh, you need to train. You need, um, I don't know if it's happened to you as a private coach, as a to having a request from some, some firmas or agency here in the region, Basel, to, to hey, can you come, so come by and show to, to, the, to my coworker uh, what could be healthy? And this is something that if I will have my own, uh, my own agency and my own coworkers, I will, I will nowadays, I will for sure... Um, try to involve them to do that because I know I saw on, on my, in my experience, how much helped me, how much change my body and my way of work. Um, that should be like something, one of the priorities, you know, if you, if you are in this kind of work and going back to, if you're a musician, as you said, um, guys out there, don't be scared to take time for yourself, you know, like I know always, uh, always is kind of challenging and competitive, the word of willing to be a professional musician, but you don't have to forget that this is your body playing the instrument and uh, of course your mind. And the mind is our next chapter because um, um, one and a half years ago, I had my biggest thing, accident i would say i like i broke one of the heaviest bones in the body uh, and so this for me was kind of new 
like say, oh, and a part when I was in the hospital, uh, one part of me was like, okay, uh, I will recover. I want to recover. And on the other side, and on the other part of me was like, yeah, but how? You know, like <laughs> if I look at the the picture I got, like you see all the metal they put into the leg and everything, and it's kind of fascinating what medicine can literally repair your body like you're a machine. But yeah, uh, so uh, I start doing physiotherapy and um, uh, I suppose that I have like a good therapist by my side and uh, I have to be honest, I, I love the way we work and I saw that in like in like three months, I did a lot of results really. I, I never even knowing my body, I never expect to get like so fast in that direction of getting back healthy. And this is when I also started contacting you again for this new way of training saying, you know, my priorities is to um, find the balance in the body because one thing that also was quite um, shocking for me is see how the body react to such a shock. Like uh, it seems to me to have a body that was like two different persons, you know, watching me in the mirror. Like the one one side was the one I knew, and the other one, yeah, definitely out of shape. And I wasn't ashamed. Um, it's not that I wasn't hundred percent uncomfortable with that because in my mind it was like, of course this is a reaction of what happened. You know, is after an accident like this. It, it's normal that your body react like that, like gaining weight, uh, change your body form and everything. But what's the solution? And um, the solution is that, yeah, you, we are lucky to have the chance to work on our body. And, um, but this is, yeah, this is the work, the physical work. What I want to go on right now is go, what is in your head, let's say. Because now talking about okay, go to the fitness, but also for the musician, listen to uh, the episode. I, I suppose they can relate. Uh, when they wake up in the morning, one of the things is where is the motivation? You know, to to start <laughs> to go to the instrument, to start uh, looking at the scores, and start playing and start uh, learning all this technique that you need, the vibrato and stuff like that. And so the mindset. Mindset is something that also sometimes is quite underrated. And once again, don't get fooled by what social media show you. And, and when I say this, because I was victim of that, uh, I felt so insecure going to the fitness because uh, I wasn't motivated for what I saw because I couldn't relate it for, with this kind of bodies and videos and messages that I received through that. After the accident, uh, as I said, a part of me just want to get fit again. And I took it as a chance to know myself better, know my body better, but also to work on, on, on the power of will that we have in our mind. Um, so Thomas, um, how is important? I mean, <laughs> the power of will, I mean, the fact that you want engage yourself, but in your mind to start doing something in the gym or or outside i mean or like uh, or also um ask the professional help of from a coach 
So I think it's very important that you get to know yourself. There are so many people, they completely avoid spending time with themselves because it makes them feel uncomfortable. Some people are just workaholics because they are just essentially bad at being at home or being alone with themselves. And they go and distract themselves as soon as they are alone. They go and watch Netflix, they hang on their phone, they do distract themselves constantly instead of just sitting with themselves, looking at their feelings, their emotions, and what they need, basically having this check-in that I do with my clients. Hey, how was your week? What do you need from me? Doing that check-in with yourself is so, so important. And so little people or so a few amount of people do that, actually. And if you don't know yourself, if you don't know what you need, and you are constantly pushing the feelings away they will always come back. They will always creep up and you will search for distractions and then you will get overwhelmed. And then people fall into this trap of motivation. They are looking to change. They come from a point of pain and they want to go just away from that pain point. And when the pain is strong enough, they feel motivation to change. And this lasts usually... If, if it's good, like a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks max, and then they will fall back into the old habits, into the old ways, and they wonder why it is so damn hard to just change. And here I would give you the advice, stop thinking in motivation, start thinking in standards. Like when you try to willpower your way to your result, it will never work. You At some point, you will hit the fuck it button and you will just go to instant gratification. You will go drink alcohol, eat sweets, watch Netflix until you feel so bad again that you try to willpower your way again to your results. But this is like this vicious cycle that will never work. Instead, we have to work first from the inside. We have to see, okay, how can I kind of feel my way to the results, like visualize what I want, why I want it, get to know yourself, what is causing the pain, what will give me pleasure. This can give you like a strong pull. If you have a, a big vision, a big goal that is so inspiring that it gives you a pull, you don't need to push away from the, the pain anymore. And then we work in baby steps. We Look at the standards, at movement, at nutrition, at our daily habits and lifestyle. And we look, what can I do every day? And I will never miss a day. And I make it so little and so simple, so easy that I will do it for sure. And then as I do it every day, it builds confidence again. You start mm -hmm. trusting yourself again. And then... Over the weeks, over the months, even if it's tiny, tiny steps, this will like ramp up excessively and give you big results in the future. If you can do that over time and you will really trust yourself. Instead, if you say yourself, I'm going to start with the super difficult diet next Monday and you do it for two, three days and then you put, push the fuck it button again what happens is you tell yourself what you're going to do. 
you're not going to do it and you lose the trust in yourself and you feel ashamed and you feel guilty. And then this cycle repeats itself over and over again until you don't trust yourself at all. And you're like, I can't lose weight. I can't build muscle. I'm just having bad genes. I'm destined to be this way. And then we have to start really, really small. Because when we have the standards that we do, whether the sun is shining and we have a good week, or when it's super stressful and everything is exploding around us, a standard is called a standard because we do it no matter what. Mm-hmm. And when we start so easy that we will always do it, this over time will give you great results. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's um, one of the most important things, I suppose, because um, recalling what a good friend of mine were told me um, is one of the first guests uh, uh, that appeared in my, on my podcast, uh, Thomas Erlang. And he's a singer at the Opera in Zurich. And um, we were discussing uh, about... Um, um, the fact that when you're a, a singer in an opera, you have to also combine not just your uh, technique and your skills in singing, but also the way you move on the on the scene, uh, the way what you have to do sometimes, not just walk or standing nearby something or somebody, but also uh, get up some stairs singing, you know, like it's, it's multitasking, multitasking event. And um, it was telling me, like, you know, like, uh, I go regularly on the, on the gym, I keep myself fit. Uh, and uh, But he's also noticed uh, the difference, you know, maybe got like one period where he felt like, all right, I'm pushing right, I'm going the right direction. And then he said, oh, no, I, uh, I was more stressed for this other situation. And it, it was interesting because it told me he kind of uh, understood all uh, his body and your mind related best so you know it wasn't not looking uh, at first maybe it was looking to have this kind of body type and then I guess suppose working in these two different worlds is kind of discover now it's as okay that I, because I'm that moment with that kind of body I'm feeling great I can work good I can sing good I can my I would say uh, yeah all I can do I can do really um, at my best. So, you know, like it's interesting how the way he found his own balance, not just in the, um, in the kind of, how can I say, in the kind of way he can um, expose his talent, but also always feel good in his, in his own body. And this is so important. As I said, I witnessed this after the accident, after things change and everything. But yeah, if you take the time and you work, you see, um, you see the, the result. And for me, uh, I noticed this also doing podcasts. I like this idea of being regular on a recording or contacting people and everything, you know, schedule. And it becomes part of my routine in the last two years. And uh, the same answer going to the gym, because even, even if and at the beginning it was most related with the rehab that I had to do with the time become like a standard that I really 
had to do. I tried. Uh, this is maybe can be interesting for the audience because we're talking when you have to train. Um, I have to be honest. I personally, I tried different ways. Uh, there was a moment where I went always uh, in the evening, like at six, seven in the evening. And there was a period now, the beginning of the year where I wake up at five and I felt already that energy. I need, I want to start my day so early. And at six, I was already in the gym training uh, one hour, I would say. And, and I noticed that uh, in that specific period, then I had really the energy that I needed to get into emails, starting do this kind of work. And, um, and then I changed again, but it changed in a way uh, not that's gonna make you give you struggle, but the change in a way that helps you really to plan different, but always with this goal of keep yourself balanced. And this is the interesting way because I suppose now I just I, I, I right now I like to go to the fitness like um, at the end of the morning, almost in the lunch pose, something like this. But because uh, I woke up, I do my thing at home, and then I need I got this need to to move myself, do my body, and stand with the energy that I charge uh, through the training, but also with all the energy or stress that I release through the training, I'm ready for the afternoon and the evening. So this is, but this is what a war for me as Shanti. Uh, out there, everybody will for sure find their own way. But I think it's so fascinating, uh, the relation mind and body uh, in, and many situations, of course, now we're talking about music and we are talking about how to uh, do it uh, with uh, fitness activities or sport activity. Um, you said that you read a lot, you studied a lot, you, you went to listen to some kind of some workshop and it's this a topic like relation mind and body that I always be present or is something like a new trend? Uh, do you notice there is like a difference in new approach uh, into fitness? So you mean just for, for myself, my own experience? Yeah, your own experience. So I started like at the age of about 16. And when, you, when you're completely honest, what does a 16-year-old guy do at the gym? It's like not looking to grow his spirituality or whatever. It's more like looking good, being accepted by the peers, finding a girlfriend whatsoever. Yeah. And I was a lot focused on just the appearance, like looking good, building your body, building your confidence. And I definitely got a big confidence boost from that, just learning a new skill. And then you start seeing results and it kind of gives you the motivation to just keep going. But as I got a bit older and I got more into the topic of mindset and what comes after just looking good and having muscle, I discovered it's like a lot more about just improving every area of your life, of your life. Like when you work out, you have more energy, you have more confidence that you can use in your job in your relationship and then also using the workout now as also or almost a kind of meditative experience like i used to listen to loud music and just go all out and now it's a lot more an experience of going into myself going into my body 
changing from this warrior mode where you go all out on a set to kind of monk mode where you just try to calm yourself as much as possible in the rest periods. So it's really a game of kind of self-control. And this is something that you then can transfer into your daily life, just like the awareness that you get and you can train in the workout, you can also benefit from in other areas. And then also now the focus is a lot more on just being healthy, trying to keep my body functional and mobile until I reach an old, old age, hopefully. And the focus is, is much less on the, the physical aspect, just looking good. Because I've also gotten older, I know that maybe there are more important things than your looks. And I always, now I also say like, your looks should be the least interesting thing about you. Like when you're just working out or looking for a coach because you want to look good, this is something a lot of people do and it's completely okay. But what I try to give my clients as well is that just looking good or looking at a certain number on your scale is not going to make you happy. That's also why a lot of bodybuilders will never be happy, no matter how they look. It usually starts from an internal struggle that they don't feel good. They don't love themselves and they get bigger. They look better and they gain more muscle, but the inside never changes. And so they will never feel happy with themselves. And for me, I, at some point, I also had a mindset coach. He's a great guy. He's called Isa Ulubayev, and he's, he's a German guy. And with him, I truly learned like what my values are, what, what my vision is, and what I want to give back to the world. And now, since then, I use working out as a tool to just be the best version of myself and to have energy not just for myself, but also for the people around me. So there's really like this next level to working out compared to when I started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for that, I can give you my personal opinion because we are working together now since almost two years. And um, I, I, re I was really, really amazed from that because it's something that else I was looking for. Um, maybe because in my specific case, I was kind of, um, I felt always felt good in my body, you know, so I, I, I just knew that I wanted to avoid this, for example, practical example, the back pain uh, and something like this. And uh, so, you know, like I was so interested to see how can I do that? But uh, when also one of the first time when we worked together, you, you just asked me how are you doing or uh, what's your, you know, like, and uh, because in that moment I was so focused on how can I move myself or what can I, what kind of energy I have to uh, put into the exercise without thinking necessarily, how do I feel? And this is so important because I suppose we can translate what you already said um, uh, for, for some musician, you know, like, uh, and this is, I, I tell you this as stage manager. So as somebody who has a chance not just to listen to the music, but also to talk to the artist and uh, understand if they're nervous or, or if they need something special. And so you can imagine on 80 musician on the stage, <laughs> you got different personalities. And um, 
it happens to me to work with some amazing musicians and uh, that were so easygoing because uh, I would say because, for example, before the concert, they would be or before they went on stage, they would be able to like make some kind of joke or just laugh at the situation, you know, like they were they knew that they were there for doing something that they love, of course, that they are able to do good and great. And uh, and this good energy, this good vitality, two minutes later was mirrored in the way they were playing on stage, you know. And uh, I got an amazing experience in 2020 at the Davos Festival. Uh, one of the last evening uh, came out like um, a young quartet or string quartet. And I remember already in the rehearsal, I just saw them smiling and laughing. And they, when they just playing at the concert, they got like an energy, you know, indescribable. You know, it wasn't just this, this kind of people sitting on the chair with um, serious and playing serious music. You know, you you can notice that they they were having a, a very good moment. You know, enjoying and so this, I I tell this just to remember to all women, girls, boys out there learning an instrument. Um, get into the music business, deciding to do a career, just not forget to enjoy what you're doing, already to find this balance in your mind with yourself. And then your body, your instrument, your style, your technique will follow for sure. Because once again, one thing brings to another. Like if you're, uh, I will say, in balance and happy with yourself, you will engage your study in a different way. You will find more interest to learn new tricks and to share those experience with your colleagues and getting even more motivation. And then you are ready on, without you know, you're ready on your way to understand what you're going to do and or reaching your goals and your dreams. And so um, this is something important, the balance in between your mind and uh, your body. Um, what can we say again? Um, Thomas, I suppose we are already on the closure of this episode, and uh, I, I want to thank you a lot because uh, um, I really wanted um, to find a way to discuss these topics because it was something that I, I had the, the opportunity to live on, on my skin in real life, the way, uh, as I said, related to my work with my all these, I would say, months of back pain and, and with no understanding how to get through it, you know. I, I mean, I never had the, I never had the talk to take some medicament for the pain. That's not, for example. I always thought there's some be some kind of physiotherapy or exercises that can help you, but it was an idea. So the fact that I had the chance to work with a coach, or or even that other person that helped me in the beginning, just gave me the right advices and show me things concrete yeah there in real life just helped me a lot and one of the topic as i said uh, that came out when i think about what should i share about experience working in the music business is that is that uh, you have the chance to talk to many people and you notice that sometimes there is this struggle to find that famous balance that we're talking about in this episode about how do you feel and the way you want to then live your passion. 
Um, and I'm really glad that we had the chance to share this moment together because I always felt uh, very good working with you and I can't wait to keep going in that way. Um, for the audience out there, if they're living in the region Basel, but also let's say in Switzerland, because uh, you said that you're doing also not just uh, in the, at, the, at the fitness studio, but also online coaching. Um, can you exactly. give some coordinates and uh, where can, they can find uh, uh, they can find you? Of course, of course, uh, you will find also uh, all the information in the description of the episode, but I let Thomas just give some more information. Definitely, yes. So I have a homepage. It's called stepupbasel.ch. So just step up like the movie and then basel.ch. And also on Instagram, you can find me on Thomas. And then, um, how do you say the... the Underscore, 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 underscore online coach. And there my posts are in German, but feel free to contact me in English as well. The homepage is in both languages. And if you have any questions, really just feel free to reach out to me. I'll be glad to help you. Yeah. Thank you very much, Thomas, to be my guest. Uh, once again, you can find this episode on YouTube. Uh, for the video version, but also you can listen to it on Spotify, Deezer, and Apple Podcast. If you have any question, you want to contact my, me, myself, or Thomas directly, just DM me on Music to Live for with Shanti on Instagram, and I will answer you as soon as possible. Thank you, guys, for listening to the episode. Thank you, Thomas, to be the guest for this uh, specific episode about uh, fitness, about your body, your mind. This is just the first chapter of a series of episodes dedicated to these specific topics so stay tuned see you next time bye guys check this out music to late for wait shot